0: Do you ever survey an avenue, a patch of green, a parade of shops and wandering locals, and wonder why the whole setting is so inviting? Is it the residents that help reinvent a neighbourhood? Is it a host of ambitious new local businesses? The lack of chain stores? Good bones born out of proper planning and solid architecture? Or a combination of all of these? To find out, Monocle ventured to Wilton Way, a small thoroughfare in the leafyard glades of Hackney, East London, to get a read on the ingredients that underpin a community. London Fields Radio in the Wilton Way Cafe reflects the community spirit of this neighbourhood hangout. At number 63, the cafe was the first new venture to move into this once desolate stretch of shops struggling to survive. With programming to reflect the vibrant creative community and a tasty menu to match, this micro radio station cum cafe was the pied piper of the street, proving that entrepreneurial dreams could be turned into bricks and mortar businesses. It was
1: clear that there was a a real desire for something artistic in this area, on this street, the street that fell out of love really with with the local neighbourhood, but there wasn't anything useful anymore, so it dawned on us to provide the community with a, with a sort of hub, a place where they could come It had an artistic USP, so we hit upon the idea to do radio in, in a very lo-fi way. we would become a locals cafe very quickly because it's made by locals for a start and all good businesses reflect the owners and it has become a kind of resource for people. And I think people really appreciate the sort of sense of theatre and sense of drama that's provided by the radio.
0: At number 61, Henry Di Nino was next. With a passion for vintage rarities, he opened the doors to the other side of the pillow in a leap of faith that he could draw in like-minded collectors and establish valuable and enduring relationships with his customers. It's making the connections and... Um building relationships based on, on, on this passion that a lot of people share but it's, it's quite specialist and it brings these people together and that's what's the uh, inspiring thing is people coming in and sharing this knowledge and sharing stories and, and the love for what we, what we collect and what we pursue. The other side of the pillow specializes in retro vans, shoes and old stock designer sunglasses priced up on the back of vintage photographs and a nod to the storytelling past of Henry's collectibles. The sense of nostalgia is a common theme on the street. Being a commercial space in an isolated street, you depend on becoming a community and working with other retailers, working with the community to create that destination. So it's not just about being every man for himself, it's about the unity and also togetherness of everyone in the local area. So They feel like they belong and it's that destination they want to enjoy. Five doors down at number 71, East End Boy Tom Budding space is an ode to old-fashioned general stores. Situated in the original Jack Glinert space where Tom used to buy his marbles as a child, The shop is full of references to Hackney's history and its heritage, from houses to horticulture. Here, he's curated an emporium of simple, beautifully made, but hard to find objects of desire, everyday things put on a pedestal of appreciation.
1: I'm not trying to sell anyone anything, I just want to tell people about these objects. This is a lovely thing from Japan, it's Japan's first ballpoint pen, and that's made of wood, because at the time they didn't have much plastic. This is a pen from Germany, it's called a Lamy. ABC fountain pen. I learned to write with this as a child. I'm maybe drawn, maybe a little bit too much by things that have really good-looking packets or unusual packets, and this is an example of that. It's very important for me to 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 be behind the counter, talking to people. I really enjoy it. I'm not teaching people. I'm just telling a story, and then that goes on to a, an object that they they can take away with them. I always remember as a child buying some small thing and they'd always insist on wrapping it. And I wanted that experience. Someone's earned that money and now they're giving it to me and we're gonna trade for an object and I need to treat that as a precious object and that's very important.
0: In a former post office at number 67, Borough Wines is a perfect example of modern renewal born out of village ideals. The success of French vineyard owner, Muriel Châtel's Hackney Wine Shop, is down to the daily engagement with the locals. In addition to the expertly chosen bottles on the shelves and the craft beers produced in artisanal breweries nearby, Borough Wines provides a fill-your-bottle at the barrel service, offering simply one red, one white, and one rosé at a comforting price.
1: I really like this, uh, this idea of having a limited choice. It's very part of the community and the same way that you go to the baker every day. You would come here every day to, you know, to get your wine. So it's a completely different relationship with your customers, it's, um, it's more friendly, and people want to go back to that, they want to go back to, to small communities, and, and that's happening, that's good.
0: And so to number 52 across the road, Mayfields was launched earlier this year by Muriel Chatel to extend the neighbourhood offer, complementing her wines with a relaxed local, cooking up inventive and affordable food.
1: We use amazing British products, but use them in an interesting kind of modern way. There are some kind of influences from the great British food scene and cookery that's gone before us, but yeah, it's just our twist on using great products that we're getting from all over, really.
0: It's a recipe for success that echoes the independent spirit on the street.
1: It's just a group of very passionate and independent traders who actually know their products and know know who their customers are. It's all being part and interacting with the community that surrounds you.
0: And finally, to Violet Cakes at number 47. Here is a neighbourhood destination if ever there was one. Vintage Americana treats baked daily on the premises and a friendly welcome draw on the regulars. It's one of the hackney pearls that succeeds alongside the rough fringes of this trendy area, not yet completely gentrified. I really have asked myself many times if I could create this in California or in another town, in in another country, city, and the timing of things, the the support, the the friendships, I don't know. If it was somewhere else, it'd be different, totally different. Why this community works and why communities can work is, is that people do uh, communicate, they talk to each other and having uh, businesses on the street right in the middle of where people live means that people bump into each other and then you find out about all these amazing people that live right next door to you and what they're doing. I think that then community is built because you start to, you know people, you see them and you inevitably start caring about their well-being. In the case of this particular patch of East London, an ample supply of healthy housing stock mixed with low retail rents managed to engineer a climate of both audience and affordability to create a momentum for transformation. It's a recipe that can't be cooked up overnight, much to the surprise of too many overeager developers. And that's precisely why neighbourhoods like this one work. Handsome houses, a bit of grit, essential services and some retail innovation takes time and not just an open checkbook. For Monocle in London, I'm Tyler Brouillet.